Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, and I'm trouble on Facebook this morning. Could not list the topic. Not quite sure why. Good morning, everybody. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. The Great American Auto Scene. Now, I hate to be a dead horse to death, but the electric vehicle issue has come up once again, as you know, in Southern California, where Governor Nuisance has made it mandatory that gasoline cars will start being phased out in 2035, less than 15 years from now. Well, how's that going to affect us? Well, let's look at today's situation. The average electric car costs twice to three times as much as the equivalent gas car. So who's going to benefit by the requirement to have an electric car? Those that are already well off or rich that have the money and the wherewithal to buy a new electric car. Now, they can buy used electric cars. No problem with that. And someone says, well, the batteries are, you know, good for hundreds of miles and thousands of miles. Well, yeah, they're warranted for 100,000 miles. Now, how many of you have bought a used car with, say, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 plus miles on it? What do you do at 100,000 miles? You just junk the car? throw it away? No. In the case of this, you're going to have to replace a battery if you want to keep the car. What's the cost of the battery? Well, on a Fiat, the little Fiat, it's $20,000 MSRP. Yes, I checked it. Now, what is the cost difference between a gas Fiat and an electric Fiat today? Well, the gas Fiat is about $15,000. The electric Fiat over $30,000. What's it worth after two years or three years? <clears throat> Six to $7,000. That's what you can buy them for. Why? Because the battery pack is so expensive. Now, the weight of the battery pack is another issue. On average, in a Tesla, for an example, the battery pack weighs over 1,000 pounds. So how do you change these things? Not easy, but it can be done. They're made to be serviced. There's no question about that. Will battery costs come down once they have to make more of them? Of course they will. But you're still not talking $500, $600 for a battery. They're not going to drop that drastically. Now, here's another situation. Volvo just came out with an electric car. All right. It's not really coming here. They're only going to sell 150 or so here. The cost, $61,000 for their economy version. Hmm. Now, this also means that hybrids will not be allowed to be sold in California new. Now, here's another issue. A lot of families live in apartments or they don't live in a single family home. Where's the charger go? Who's paying for the charger installation? You're living in an apartment building. It's got underground parking. How do you put in the charger? Hmm. In places like New York, although that's not what this topic's on today, where garage space is an extra cost and a lot of people don't have them, where do you put your chargers? Hmm. Just a thought. Now, the other issue here in California, we've experienced blackouts this summer so far. How do you charge your car? Now, along with Governor Nuisance's demand or mandate, we'll see if that gets passed, for electric vehicles, what plans are there to improve the power grid? There aren't any. 
All right, let's say you live in a condo like I do. I have my hot rod and my wife's hot rod in the garage. We park our regular cars outside. Hmm. Where do we put the charger? How do we connect the charger to our condo's electrical system? The parking spaces outside are well over 100 feet away. They're nowhere near my electric meter. Hmm. How do we wire that in? If you don't live in a single-family house, where do you charge the car? Again, if you live in an apartment building, where do you charge the car? Now, also, the mileage. We're seeing some great mileage quotes. I mean, we're seeing anything from 200 to 400 miles on a charge. Well, that's, that's great. And understand, I'm not against electric vehicles in concept. It's everything around it that you have to take into consideration. Yeah. Now, in European countries, they are doing the same thing. They're banning gasoline or diesel-powered vehicles. California's already put a, a rule in effect that older diesel-powered trucks can no longer come into the state of California. It's about a 10-year period where if it's older than 10 years, it can't come into the state. Not even to make a delivery. You have to have a California certified diesel vehicle. So how's that going to change? Nigel's telling me in Great Britain, if everyone in the UK switches to electric cars, they'll need to new five new power stations to cope. We've got the same issue here. We're going to have the same issue here. We have blackouts now. We don't have enough power to supply the electricity needed on a hot day here in Southern California. What are they going to do in the summertime? Not drive their car? Now, the mileage limits we also hear about, or the mileage capabilities we hear about on electric vehicles, are under ideal conditions. Not freeway speed, steady. Not with the air conditioning and the lights on. You've got to look at all the variables that you're coming up against. How are we going to overcome these in the next 14 years? Because that's when this starts. Now, for those people that can already afford an electric car and really don't give a damn what you can afford, it's fine. They'll be there. Now, there's government subsidies on electric cars now. That means you and I are paying for some person to buy an electric vehicle. Are they paying for you to buy your gas vehicle? Now, think of it this way, too. You've got a gasoline-fueled vehicle or a diesel-fueled vehicle. Think of it like a pack of cigarettes. How did the state stop you from buying cigarettes or coerce you into not buying cigarettes? They taxed the cigarette. They taxed the pack of cigarettes to the point where you can't really afford it if you think about it. What are they going to do on gas? Look at what they're doing already to us on gas tax. California's got the highest gas tax in the nation. And what do we get for it? Nothing tangible. Oh yeah, they say we're fixing the roads. We were fixing the roads before. They say it's going to transportation. Well, we know better than that because Newsom diverted the money last year after the tax increase was imposed to the general budget.
How about that? Now, Marlon Mitchell says we don't have enough extension cords and wall sockets. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the other situation, too, is the time it takes to charge. Now, they're talking about these fast chargers that are going to be everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to get to it. Now, if you go home at night, do you have a fast charger at the house? The other issue, too, is we're convenient. It's convenient to refuel a vehicle that's gasoline or diesel. It takes you five, ten minutes, maybe. Even with the fast chargers, you're talking 35 to 40 minutes of charging time. And that's not at your home. You've got to go to a charging station. Where are these charging stations? There are none around me. The closest one to me is 30 miles away. So where do I charge my vehicle? If I have an electric vehicle. Electric vehicles, wave of the future. They're coming whether you want them or not. Now, again, remember, I don't have anything against driving an electric vehicle. I've seen guys at the drag strip that are driving these things, and they are fast. Make an interesting electric vehicle. A Nissan Leaf is not interesting. A Mitsubishi, whatever it's called, is not interesting. You want me to drive an electric vehicle? Make it something I want to drive. I don't drive a car because it's a appliance. I don't drive it because I need to drive it. I drive it because I enjoy the drive and I enjoy what I'm driving. Now, what's going to happen with older cars? Well, there's going to be a lot of people retrofitting them and making them electric. It's already happening. There's a couple of companies here in Southern California that are converting gas cars to electricity. The easy ones are rear-motored Porsches and Volkswagens right now. Had a friend that had a Dodge Daytona. Not the new Daytona and not the big Daytona, but the small Daytona. The one based that was front-wheel drive. Easy conversion. An adapter plate, a motor stuffed in the front, and a bunch of car batteries in the back. Now they can switch the lithium-ion batteries and that'll save some weight over the lead-acid batteries that we're used to. But here's another issue we've got. What are the plans to recycle these batteries once they're worn out? Oh, we didn't think of that. Although I heard some politicians say, oh, no problem, we'll just dump them in the ocean. Really? What do you do about the pollution? The other issue, too, is the mining necessary to get the lithium used in the batteries. I had one brain trust here get online and tell me that, well, lithium is grown in the laboratories. It's not mined. Really? What rock have you been under? So we've got a mining issue. It takes 500,000 pounds of material to make one lithium ion battery for a car. So a thousand pound battery, what I just read, was 500,000 pounds of materials dug up to create the batteries for one car. Hmm. They didn't think about that, or they're trying to ignore that. A lot of information out there about electric vehicles. Post it. Love it. like to see it all. I'd like to see a good debate on it. I'd like to see the facts on an electric vehicle. That's something we haven't seen. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. The Morning Edition brought to you by Valley Head Service, Irwindale Speedway, Irwindale Drag Strip, 
and service tech equipment where you can get all the equipment you need to work on that gasoline or diesel powered vehicle at your home. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas, the morning edition. Have a great day.